Welcome back, everyone, to another Slab Stocks podcast. My name is Aaron, your host, and today we are starting a new video series and podcast series called Slab Stocks Investing 101, where we give you guys different tips and tricks to invest in sports cards, uh, different things that you should be learning along the way. Uh, We understand that we've been creating content for quite some time now, and you can pick up a lot of things along the way, but hopefully this video series is a way to consolidate some of that into a playlist on YouTube or a playlist on podcast, and you guys can go back and relearn uh, along the way. And the first topic of discussion for this week is different NBA brands and card parallels that you should be investing in. And this is really to make sure that you can consolidate your thoughts because there are so many different brands and parallels out there. And hopefully this gives you a very easy uh, easy vision on what to be looking for. Granted, there will be some stuff that will be left out of this video that could be a good investment, um, even without being mentioned in this video, of course. But this is just trying to make it as simple as possible for those that are looking to invest in NBA basketball cards um, without going to too many different parallels, too many different variations, uh, all that different stuff. Hopefully this is a way to, to hone in on on the really the cards you should be focusing in on. And just because it's not in this video, like I said, doesn't mean it's a bad investment. I'm sure you can make money on a lot of stuff outside of this for sure. Um, this is just hopefully going to give those beginners a way to learn um, about different parallels to buy and which ones to avoid. And before getting into this video, we will not be covering Topps products uh, in this video. That would be 2009 and before. Uh, Topps Chrome is one of the most legendary card brands of all time. Uh, we, we will not be covering that just because there's a lot of different things going on there. And then also new releases coming out are all Panini. We want to focus in on that uh, for the people that are looking to invest in the new brands and the new the new parallels, uh, this and that. That's mostly the like the traded cards today, like the most sold, the most bought cards are the newer ones. Uh, so that is where we will be focusing. But not to say that Topps Chrome uh, shouldn't be discussed because it should because Panini Prism is what came, uh, is what Topps Chrome turned into once Topps lost the license. And Panini Prism 2012 was the first Prism product, but it was not the first uh, basketball product that Panini was making. They started in 2009 with National Treasures, Classics, Contenders, Prestige, a couple different brands that they were producing. And then they really started to pick up in 2012 after the 2011-2012, the mixed draft class, because there was that small lockout for a little bit. They didn't have basketball cards in 2011. So you will not have like a 2011 Kawhi rookie card just because there were no cards. His rookies were in 2012. Uh, same with Kyrie Irving. And then, of course, Anthony Davis was the biggest rookie in that 2012 draft class. So a brief history lesson before we get too deep into what parallels to, fo- to focus on, just because I want to sum up how Prism progressed along the line, um, why it started to get so much demand, different production levels, this and that. Uh, just to hopefully inform you guys better on what you guys are buying. So in 2017, there was a Panini Prism boom. And you'll see it here on this uh, graph with Kristaps Przingis. And basically, every set before that just went up in price a ton. So 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, any of the key cards, key rookie cards, um, for you know this discussion alone for 2015 Prism rookie class, this was like the one that people were really focusing on. Uh, at the time was Kristaps Przingis went up 400%, and then Carl Towns went up 56%, Devin Booker 119, and Miles Turner 156 in this small time frame uh, when the set literally exploded in value. 
And then that's when Giannis is and Ben Simmons and those other guys, Andrew Wiggins at the time, uh, started to become worth a lot of money. So that's what happened in 2017, early in the season. This was before 2017 Prism came out. This was really just uh, for the, the previous year's brands, which you know really triggered Panini to make a change uh, in their production runs for product going forward. So before getting into that, let's just talk about the 2012 Prism product. It was the first one ever. I'm sure by now you've heard of it and know the demand for it. It's quite crazy. Um, every single product that is put out, like Prism, like Select, like Optic, have a base set where it is just a base card. There's nothing really special about it. It's you know the one to three hundred of the set or whatever it is, and then from there comes all the parallels and variations. So here you'll see the LeBron 2012 base card, and then for 2012 Prism, there were only three parallels. There was the silver, the green, and the gold. Uh, here you're looking at a green for Kevin Durant. Uh, it was retail only, meaning you have to go to Target or Walmart and buy packs from there. Uh, you can pull greens out of those in 2012. And this KD BGS9 sold for $305. And then for the silver, those are hobby only. And here's a Bradley Beal that sold for $385 yesterday, actually. And then that's a PSA 9. And then for the gold of uh, 10, um, the 2012 Prism Golds are absolutely massive. This is a Lavoy Allen, which sold for $185 in May. And he averaged 4.8 points per game over the course of his career. And he only started 87 of 388 games played. So clearly, 2012 Prism Golds are like the absolute card. There was a Bill Russell PSA 10 Gold a Hall of Fame card that sold for 4500 or something. Uh, so it's just a massive card, 2012 Prism Gold. But in terms of how production has changed over the years, uh, in 2012, there are not many parallels, clearly. Uh, there was only really three options outside of the base card, which is why the base are so much today. And then in terms of how we're going forward here, you can look at this chart. This is of LeBron James Prism Silvers. So in 2012, there were 33 graded PSA uh, LeBron James Silver cards. And this is ones that were sent to PSA graded. It could be 9s, 8s, 10s. Uh, it's just the total amount there uh, that are graded in the market as of today. For 2013, there was 49, 2014, 48, 2015, 117, 2016, 142, 2017, 434, 18, 847. I left 2019 off this graph because 2019 is a very recent release product. It's within the last like six to seven months. So there's not going to be as many out there at the moment, but there are 766 already PSA graded LeBron Silvers. Uh, which is getting close to the 2018 number. So from that, we should just infer that over time, we can see that 2019 Prism Silvers are more abundant uh, PSA graded than 2018. And the largest change here happened between 2016 and 2017, like I was saying, because early on in 2017, uh, they saw that the value and the demand just exploded for Prism. And then they wanted to go and make more to fit that demand and then obviously make more money by selling more supply. Um, this is this graph is solely based on what is graded of LeBron's silvers. This isn't how many are made. We don't know that because these gold or these silvers are non-numbered. Uh, same with the greens; they're non-numbered. We don't know how many there are, um, but it is a good way to see, you know, based on what we have, how many are getting made each year. It's not perfect because maybe people want to grade more 2019 silvers than 2018 silvers because it's the first LeBron James Lakers uh, prism card. 
but at least we can see that there is a trend going up um, and it matters for sure. Another thing to touch on is that parallels have been getting added at a crazy rate for Prism. Uh, there were, you know, like I said, three in 2012. It started to get to be more in 2013, more in 2014, 2013, 2014, then more in 2015. And then let's just say today in 2019, there's 40 plus uh, Prism parallels. That's a lot. Um, it's a lot to handle. You don't want to go and buy. I mean, I guess you can put together a rainbow and buy one of every single one. But focusing in on the ones that make the most sense is better. Uh, it decreases the amount of supply you have to look at uh, on eBay or whatnot. And this is uh, hopefully what's going to come next is a great way for you guys to see what you guys should be focusing in on. And I made a list of parallels and I'll show them on the screen on the YouTube screen. If you're watching on podcast, uh, I recommend going over to YouTube now to see these things. Um, I made a list based on pretty much what's worth the least and what's worth the most. Uh, it also kind of has to do with scarcity. Uh, but as we can see, greens and silvers, it's kind of hard to tell. But in terms of prism, we will be talking about the newer prism, 2017, 2018, 2019, uh, 2016 and prior. There's just a lot of different parallel changes going on, the different numberings, the different parallels. And it makes more sense just to focus in on 2017, 2018, 2019, because that's what most people are focusing in on to buy. And it uh, hopefully that gives you guys a way to see it in a more uh, in a more narrow view. So the first parallel is the green prism. Uh, you guys are gonna be seeing a bunch of Lucas here. So the green prism from 2018 is what you're seeing on the screen, and that has been a parallel since 2012, like I just explained. And the reason why I have it on this list is because there is a longevity thing going on here. While greens are not like crazy in demand. Um, at least we know that this is a parallel that's been here every single year and people can count on it to be there versus some of the others that have came and went uh, don't really have that longevity going on. Next is a hyper prism short print. Uh, these are, it's you know, there is not a definite amount of these made. Uh, it's not numbered like some of the ones going in the rest of the video. However, for these, the pop report is crazy small for hypers compared to silvers. So there are only 200 hypers graded from PSA for Luka Doncic, and there are 3,000 silvers graded for Luka. Uh, the hypers were hobby exclusive only, which means that you have to buy it from a local card shop or online from distributors. So there are a lot less of these made, um, but they still are worth less than the silvers, uh, which is, could be something interesting for you to look into to buy more hypers. Um, and then next would be the silver. This is the one that people, you know, since 2012 Prism started, it's been like, oh, buy silvers, buy silvers, buy silvers. Uh, if you're buying silvers now, make sure that you know that there are more silvers, like a ton more silvers made now than in 2015 or prior. So you're not, you know, you don't have those crazy expectations for them. Like a 2013 Giannis Silver 9.5 is worth $14,000 or $12,000. Uh, to expect a Luca to get up to that someday just as, you know, it probably won't ever happen, even if Luca is that all-time player, because of how there are so many less of Giannis, uh, Silvers, and Lucas. However, you know, someday maybe Giannis is worth 50K, then maybe Luca's worth 12K. But just for now, um, understand that there's a lot more Silvers made now, which is why you can't buy these things with expectations of what is going on in years past. Moving on to the next one would be the Red out of 299, and this was in 2018, 2019 Prism only. There were no red of 299 in 2017. So make sure you know that if you're looking for Jason Tatum or Donovan Mitchell Prism cards. 
And then the next one is blue out of 199. And it should say here, any of these numbered parallels I'm talking about right now, when I say out of 199, that would be the amount that are made. So for silver, hyper, and green, we don't know the amount that are made. They don't number them. But for red, blue, and then what's going to come next, um, those ones are numbered out of a certain amount. So there is a definite uh, su uh, supply out there. And for blue, those were 2017, 2018, and 2019. Now the thing about blues is that even though that there's 199, which is more than the purple ice of 149, uh, the blues generally sell better than the purple ice of 149 if it's a top player like Luca. His uh, blue out of 199 sells for like 7,000 as a 9.5, but the purple ice of 149 is only like 2750 or 3,000. Uh, so that's a little bit different there, but it's not for every single player. So make sure to do some research on that. And then, like I just mentioned, the purple ice of 149 is 2018 and 2019 prism only. Um, there is no purple ice of 149 for 2017. So make sure that you know that or prior. And then the blue ice of 199 is a very important card. This is one of the most sought after parallels uh, from hobby boxes for prism. There is a enough supply that you can find them every so often, but it's also scarce enough and like in super high demand to where it commands high prices. Uh, so it's pretty much the perfect mix for a card, which is why the blue ice of 99 is so important as a prism investment. Next, there is prism purple out of 75. Um, this was in 2017, 2018, and 2019. Also in 2016, numbered out of 75. And then the orange of 49 is all the way from 2016 to 2019, um, the same parallel, same numbering, numbered out 49. And then the Mojo uh, 25 is the next one. And this is another, I'd say, very key investment parallel. This one started in 2015, Carl uh, Anthony Towns' year. And this one has really taken off as a very highly sought after high-end invest investment card. Uh, so be sure to focus in on that if you're selling or if you're buying high-end cards. And then the gold out of 10 has been every single year prism. This is probably the number one non-auto investment you can make for any basketball players. The gold out of 10 if you're a high-end buyer, if you have the cash to spend. Uh, the golds out of 10 are just always sell so high. You guys heard that Lavoy Allen sold for, you know, $150, and that's Lavoy Allen. And then think about, you know, your Lucas and stuff. You know, that card's worth so much money. Uh, the gold out of 10 is huge. And then for the black gold numbered out of five, that those are was that was new in 2018 and 2019. And that is now a very sought after card. This Trey Young you're seeing on the screen just sold for thirty thousand uh, dollars. Buy it now the other day. Actually, that might have been yesterday, I think. But it's it's a massive card. Uh, I think that gold out of ten is probably more sought after than black gold out of five. I uh, kind of like the blue and the purple ice thing going on here, but I mean, I'd say the gold is definitely more sought after, but just so you know, black gold is a thing. And then black one of one, I think that started in 2013 after 2012. And those are, you know, if you have all the money in the world, that's the card. It's the only one out there. Um, they rarely pop up. So that's why, you know, I'm trying to say that like gold is the most sought after one because they're actually sometimes attainable. Uh, the black one of ones rarely ever are, but that's where we're sitting here for prism. 
Um, that was a very quick run through of these parallels. I try to make it super easy, show them on the screen. Uh, you guys see what they are. Make sure that you guys go and look up the separate years so you know what they look like. Um, all the cards that were just listed here for Prism were all from 2018. I used Luca if I could. If there wasn't any Luca pictures that were available, I went to you know Trey Young and Kevin Herter. But as for the Prism set, and if you're buying from 2017 to 2019, I'd say focus in on these. There's a lot of other stuff out there, a lot of other stuff. Um, I would just say focus in on this and you will do well. You can do well with the other stuff, don't get me wrong, but just know that this is an easy way to see it if you want it to be easily digestible. If you don't and you wanna go you know, look at the red ice, pink ice, red, white, and blue, all that other stuff, fast break, purple disco, I don't know, whatever's out there, then you can do that. But know that uh, hopefully this is a way that if you're just starting out um, a good way to focus on cards that you know will have you know d demand over time. Uh, some of those other ones, they're not like you know very, they're not in every single set, so people don't really want them all the time. Um, but this should be a way to hone in on the Prism set. Moving on to the next set, we have Optic. So with Optic, that started in 2016. This one came out four years after the first Prism set. Um, the Optic Hollows of LeBron and Giannis are huge for 2016, uh, absolutely massive cards. For the purpose of showing you guys the different parallels, we're going to do 2019 uh, pictures of Zion, pictures of Ja, and then hopefully you guys can learn here quickly uh, the different parallels and what you guys can focus in on. So the first one I'm going to show here is the Mojo SP. This actually comes out of Optic Choice which is not exactly Optic Hobby, it's not retail, it's like a different configuration that's released in Asia, I think. They also release them here. Um, now I'm thinking about it, it's those choice releases are actually like just easily distributable. Now I remember that uh, Panini released Optic Choice on their website this year. But the first one here is the Mojo SP. I listed that one first just because it's generally worth less than the normal Hollow, and that is what I'm gonna show here and it's the hollow, and the hollow is the same thing as the silver, but for optic. Um, it looks the exact same, like the finish of the card between prism and optic. It just has a separate name for it. Uh, so if you're searching eBay, trying to find these cards, make sure you type in hollow and not silver. Uh, sometimes people list them with silver in the title, but the correct name is optic hollow. And then next we have the orange out of 199, and then this parallel has been in the releases um, since 2016, so you can find that every single year. Lime Green out of 149 is new as of 2018. They, um, It is a card that I would say is not super high in demand. Generally, sometimes you see the oranges sell for more of certain players. Um, these two cards are kind of weird. I don't know if like orange and lime green are necessarily worth spending a couple extra dollars on versus a hollow. I think many more people would rather have the hollow but orange and lime green are still an option for a serial numbered card uh, if you're interested in getting that concrete supply, which generally helps if there is a, um, a little bit of a turn down in the market for a bit. Generally, the numbered cards hold up better than the non-numbered ones. And then we have the red out of 99 here. Um, this is a parallel that's been in it since 2016, so you can find it in every single year. And then after that, we have the checkerboard short print. Um, looks pretty sweet. I really like these cards. It's been in the set every single year, so you'll know that you can find it from 2016 to 2019. And then the next one is the blue out of 49. That has been in it from 2016 also, but just know 
that if you're buying for 2019, it's numbered out of 59, which is weird. It's the only change in optic that switched the numbering. So make sure you note that if you're looking for Zion or Ja or uh, Tyler Hero or something. And then next is the pink out of 25. There's actually an aqua out of 25 for 2016 and 2017. They got rid of that for 2018 and 2019. Uh, but you can find pinks for every single year numbered out of 25. And then, of course, we have a gold out of 10, which is a huge card. Uh, the golds and optic do very well, as uh, very well, just like prism. And then we have green numbered out of five, which was in every year from 2016 to 2019. And then for the one of ones, it's there's two different one of ones. We have a black one of one and a gold vinyl one of one in uh, in optic. The gold vinyl one of one started in 2018, I think. Uh, there was none in 2016 or 2017. The black one of ones have been in it every single year. Uh, since 2016 so just know that if you are buying one of ones high-end one of ones from these from this optic set that there's two in the most recent year ones and that's what rounds our discussion for optic um, this is probably the second most in-demand product when it comes to panini brands uh, you got prism and then you got optic and then the third one we're going to talk about is select Today's Slab Stocks Investing 101 episode is brought to you by Daddy Issues, a podcast by Joe Buck and Oliver Hudson. If you want to go listen to our podcast, it's got a lot of great interviews on it, including Alex Rodriguez, Mark Cuban, and David Spade. And uh, Joe Buck and Oliver Hudson share a lot of great stories, either from their childhood or throughout their lives, um, what they're doing. And, you know, Joe Buck, uh, World Series and Super Bowl announcer, so really cool to hear his perspective on some different things and of course Mark Cuban and Alex Rodriguez are great interviews to listen to as well. So if you do want to go listen, be sure to go click the link in the description. It'll take you right there and they will know that we sent you. So be sure to check out Daddy Issues. So for Select, this is probably the most undervalued or I should just say like the cheapest good investment that you can make for these main non-auto products. Um, it, you know, Prism is very expensive. Optics pretty expensive. Select you could find some deals. It's starting to uh, pick up a bit, but this product is uh, super nice. It is the first product that includes action shots um, of rookies from the games because it releases later in the year compared to Prism and Optic. So that's a big plus. And then also for Select, it's been in circulation since 2012. Uh, it came up the same year as Prism. So it's kind of interesting to see that this set has been longer lasting than uh, than Optic because it started in 2012, has gone every year since, but it's you know not as in demand as Optic. And this product is hobby only, which is interesting. There is no retail that releases. You cannot go and find it at Target and Walmart. You can only get it via those hobby boxes at the hobby shops or distributors online. So the supply should be less of these uh, than there are uh, you know, Optic and Prism. And there definitely is. If you look at the population reports, you can really see it. As for the select set and the different parallels and variations in the set, this set is a little different than Prism and Optic because Optic, it just runs 1 to 300 or 1 to 400 or something, same with Prism, all different players. But for select, they do 1 to 100 and then 101 to 200 and then 201 to 300. And each set of three all includes the same players from the one before. It just looks different. So I'll show you right now. You have the concourse silver on the screen of Luca right here. This is the 1 through 100 set. And this, I would say there are the most of these for select. And then for 101 to 200, you have the premier level set. Um, for these, 
when you have the die cuts, you if you look up, you will see die cuts from select. Those are the numbered cards of the premier level set. It's a little confusing, but I'll start to clear it up as we go along. And then for the third one, the 201 to the 300, you have the courtside set. And this is the most rare, the rarest one uh, for select. The base are pretty short print. They are definitely worth picking up. Um, courtside set is also probably one of the best looking sets each year. And, and it's, it's a phenomenal subset to this select. So really, we have three different subsets here. It gets a little confusing. But Concourse, Premier, and Courtside. We're going to leave out Premier for this discussion. Uh, Premier is weird with the die cuts. I really don't think the die cuts are that you know, great of a buy based on what the audience is and the demand. People like to get the full-size cards. However, there are Premier-level silvers, which are full-size cards as Luca here. Um, it is, you know, the full size, there is no die cut and people like to buy those. So if you want to buy premier level silvers, good idea, but I recommend spending the money on the concourse or the court side. If you're, you know, thinking about buying a die cut, I'd take that money and buy the concourse or the court side. So to start off here with the concourse, we have the silver Luca right here. Um, this is exactly like prism silvers. It's just select. And these are starting to pick up uh, nicely here. And it's a sweet card. I mean, it looks great. It's got that action photo. And then there is the light blue numbered out of 299. So what you'll see here is that blue and prism is out of 199, but in select it's out of 299. And then next we have the red, which is out of 199 in select, but it's out of 299 in prism. So it's kind of the inverse there. And then we've got the white numbered out of 149. Uh, this parallel is super sweet in my opinion. And then also before we get too deep here, uh, all these parallels should be true from 2017 to 2019, except for an exception here, which is the neon green number out of 75. And there are none in 2017, but they are in 2018 and 2019. And then we've got one of the most sought after parallels from this set, which are the tie dye number out of 25. Uh, you really only can find tie dye parallels in select. It's not like that you can go to optic or you can go to prism and find a tie dye number out of 25. Um, that is a pretty high demand parallel here. And then we have this thing called the orange pulsar numbered out of 13 in 2018 and 2019. However, it's numbered out of nine in 2017, which is a little different. This is the first off the line exclusive, meaning that this was a special release from Panini online. And the exclusive card in that set was the oranges that you see here. And then there's the zebra super short print. So this is a zebra parallel and these fell one per case, but they are very rare and very sought after for select. And then you've got your gold off 10, your green off five, and then the black one of one, um, just like what you see with optic. So that is what we have in terms of parallels for select. Um, I hope that that was an easy to understand one because there were a lot less than the other ones. Uh, that was just for concourse though. So now let's move on to court side, which has more to it. And it is the base short print uh, is this first card you see here. So less of these than the concourse and the premier base. So base short uh, from court side are good to buy. And then there's a silver and these are super, super rare. Uh, in 2018, I think I heard rumors of like maybe 35 of these silvers being produced of each player, maybe 40. Uh, compare that to Prism when you have a 3,000 Luka population for silver and Prism. Uh, that is minuscule for the select product. Uh, so great buys there. And then copper number 60 in 2018 select. In 2017, 
it was out of 49. In 2019, there is no copper. So that's a confusing parallel. And then there are also zebras for the quartz side. And there's also tie-dyes. And there's also oranges, uh, just like the concourse. And then gold and green and black. So hopefully you guys can see what the what the quartz side looks like. So if you go to eBay and try to buy them, you understand um, what you are looking at and what you are buying. Um, but that is just a very, you know, uh, magnify look at the select courtside set um, i'd recommend really checking that set out if i were you the psa population report numbers are very small uh, and there can be a lot of opportunity there there already was a lot of opportunity it's it's went up in price um recently but there is still opportunity left compared to um, playing a massive demand game with prism uh, this is a little bit lower supply lower demand but it, it evens out so that was the discussion for non-autographs um, obviously there was quite a bit to cover here you know, we're already almost at 30 minutes for this and we're only going through three different sets and just honing in on a couple of years, the parallels to, to zone in on. Um, but now let's change this discussion to autograph cards. Um, autograph cards are generally referred to as auto cards. If you look on eBay in the listings, they type in auto, A-U-T-O and not autograph. So be sure to search like that when you're looking. And I'm just going to try to keep this as simple as possible because there is a lot of different autographs out there, so many different brands, all this, all that. Um, if you can just hone in on this, it should help a lot. So the first brand we're going to talk about here is National Treasures. This is the one that has been in uh, in production since 2009. In 2009 was Steph Curry's rookie year, and this one that you're going to see right now is his National Treasures rookie patch autograph numbered out of 99. Is a 9.5 and just sold for $55,000, an absolutely crazy sale. But these cards are the most sought-after rookie patch autographs, and the ones numbered out of 99, those are the like base set rookie patch autographs that people want the most or consider the most sought-after. There are other variations. You have like green out of five in 2018. You've got gold. You've got the first off the line out of 20, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But really, it's the ones out of 99 are the ones that you want to look at if you're high in buying. Uh, the Luca numbered out of 99 rookie patch autograph just sold around $30,000 recently. But then as you can see here, we have the first off the line version, which is numbered out of 20. And that's a BGS9 that sold for $60,000. So, of course, you can spend more to get some lower numbered parallels. Or you can go with the main one that's in the most supply, even though it's really low, numbered out of 99. Um, that's kind of up to you. I'd recommend you know doing whatever fits your budget if you can't afford these high-end cards. And then as for other cards in National Treasures, there are other autograph cards. They have like Clutch Factor, a Rookie Jersey Autographs number of 99 here of Luca. Um, this is not saying that this is a bad investment. These actually are a good investment. But make sure that you're not spending Rookie Patch Autograph number of 99 type money on these Clutch Factor ones because this is only worth $2,500. Uh, which is a lot less than that National Treasures rookie patch auto numbered out of 99. And also they have like international signings. So if you're an international player like Luca, uh, they have you sign, you know, some different cards. It looks like what's on the screen. And that one's numbered out of 99. And I think it's around a thousand some dollars or so. Um, but that's another type of National Treasures autograph card. All are good, but just know what is the best if you are trying to get the best. Moving on to another set would be Flawless which is like one of you know the most weird releases you'll see it's like comes in like a briefcase it's got like cards in these like 
foam, you know, things inside that you open it up and it's like was some like $2,000 a box that released that to start. And these, the rookie patch autographs are sought after, uh, not to the amount like National Treasures, you know, the National Treasures ones, those have the rookie logo on it. The flawless ones do not. They just, you know, they don't have that rookie logo, which is why I think people don't like them as much. I'm not really sure why Panini hasn't put them on. However, it does have game used uh, patches in it and it has in-game action photos and that helps a lot for the set uh, for people that like that in-game feel with the game-worn patch and then the, the action photo. And the vertical patch autos are really the most sought-after patch autos from the set for the rookies. Um, I'm going to show you some parallels here of the horizontal ones just to show you that there are different variations. We've got the base out of 25, the ruby out of 15, the gold out of 10, and then green out of 5, and a platinum 1 of 1. So that also applies to the vertical ones, but it's just easier to find all the parallels for the horizontal ones. So know if you're buying these flawless things, don't pay the vertical patch auto, like the one that's up and down. Uh, don't pay that type of money for the horizontal one. Uh, number out of 25 or the same numbering or scarcity. Uh, the vertical ones are worth more and are in more demand. Bouncing to the next high-end set, we have Immaculate here. Um, Immaculate has been around since 2012 um, was the first Immaculate set, the Anthony Davis rookie year. And it's been you know going every year since. And those are generally the next patch autographs that people look at next to uh, National Treasures, also Flawless too. But Immaculate's been around longer than Flawless. Actually, I think it's been the same amount of time. Or Flawless was 2013 or 2012. Uh, but, you know, around the same amount of time. And... With Immaculate, what it really comes down to is the base patch autographs numbered out of 99, and then also the jersey number patch autographs numbered out of 77. Uh, you just saw them both on your screen. The out of 77 is worth $8,000, and then the base patch auto out of, nine, uh, out of 99 for Luca is worth around $5,500, $6,000-ish. Um, so the ones numbered out of the jersey number are definitely worth more. For each player, and if you have a guy with a lower number of jersey like Giannis in 2013, uh, 34 versus 99 is a huge difference, more so than 77 out of 99. Um, that one is worth incrementally way more than the Luca is just because it's closer uh, because 77 is a pretty high jersey number that not many people have. So those are the kind of like the high-end sets um, that people spend a ton of money on when it comes to rookie patch autographs and rookie autographs. To touch on some of the autograph sets that are you know lower end, it's kind of the same brands as before, um, just with the autographs. So for Prism, we have really four cards that you should focus in on when it comes to the autographs. These are sticker autographs. They are not on card. Um, the previous ones I just mentioned were on card, which means that the player actually signs on the card. Uh, that makes a huge difference for people, actually. Like if there are sticker autographs that are not from Prism, generally people never want them. Uh, Prism is really the only exception to the rule because it is Prism and because it comes from the Prism packs that the other cards do. Um, people see them as really great investments. So the base auto is the first one. It just you know has no parallel to it. It's just the base. And then we have the silver auto short print. These uh, were very, very SP in 2018 compared to the normal auto. Um, very great investments there. And then the Mojo auto numbered out 25. And then we have the gold auto numbered out 10. So pretty similar to the non-autos, uh, this is just autographs, and you can see that there's not many, so you can really focus in on those. Uh, and this is if you even want autographs. Generally, the non-autographs 
uh, go up in price faster. There's more supply out there. Autographs are cool and stuff. You can invest them and definitely make money. And if you're a collector, uh, a great way to you know add some sweet things to your collection. But in terms of what people generally go and buy, it's normally the non-autos. And then also for optic, it's kind of similar. There's a base auto, just like Prism. There's a hollow auto SP, just like the silver auto SP. There's a blue auto out of 49, a pink auto out of 25, and then gold auto out of 10. And I must say there is green auto out of five and then a black auto one of one or a gold vinyl one of one. But just for the you know this discussion, we're just going to keep it to this. So those are the autographs from Prism and Optic that you can go and look up on eBay um, and see if you want to buy any. And then for Contenders, so this is a Contenders is a pretty massive product for football. It doesn't quite have the same demand in basketball as it does in football, but there still is a, con- a Contenders release. And in recent years, the on-card autographs have been selling very well. There's a lot of different variations, base autos, you know, out of 65, out of 25, out of 49. There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, you can go and look it up if you wish. But just to focus in on contenders and what is the most important part about it, it is the cracked ice autographs numbered out of 23. So that is really where the importance comes with contenders. Um, I said out of 23, but what I should say is that the number out of 20 or 25, it really just depends on the card. There's no really set rule with this. But these are huge. The Luca you see right now sold for $13,000 back in April. Uh, pretty crazy, crazy uh, high-end autograph here for contenders. And then the reason why I didn't bring up the other parallels, like the 65, 49, 25, all that random stuff, um, is because I think that that money is probably better spent elsewhere in this video, maybe on optic on-card autographs or on Prism, you know, blue out 199. It's just not worth trying to go and figure out all the different variations and trying to explain playoff ticket, championship ticket, all that stuff when you can probably spend the money better elsewhere. And then just to end it off, I want to touch on Noir, which just released recently for 2019. It's my, probably one of my favorite products just because of the way it looks. I think it's amazing. Uh, the photography, the gold ink autos, all that stuff just works really well together. The black design, uh, absolutely love the product. It's not to say that's the best investment product on this list because it's definitely not. Um, but just in terms of as a collector, an amazing set. And there are really two cards from these sets that you guys should focus in on. One is the gold ink spotlight signature autographs. Those have been around for a long time. Uh, they're n- now they're numbered out of 99 normally. Back in 2017, they're out of 125, so a little bit different as years went on. But the recent years ones look phenomenal, um, and it's just very awesome cards to add to collections or as investments. Uh, demand should hopefully stay there with these. And then after the Noir uh, Spotlight signatures, there's also the Sneaker Spotlights, which was added in 2019, or sorry, 2018, and then also they added uh, another set to 2019 sneaker spotlight. So these are doing very well uh, based on the different you know sneaker guys getting into it and people that like NBA and autographs and all that stuff coming together into one uh, has been doing very very well. And then also this year in 2019 they added non-autograph sneaker spotlights like LeBron, which are selling like crazy, like $3,500 crazy. Um, so those are definitely doing well too. That was a lot of information in a pretty short amount of time. This was one of the more challenging videos I would say to make because I have been doing this for so long. I do understand you know, all the different intricacies, but to try to boil it down into a really small and understandable um, video is kind of difficult. But I hope that 
this you know show to you guys enough of the different parallels you know which ones to focus in on um all that stuff and just thank you guys for watching i mean i hope that this can lead you guys to ebay and then you guys can search them and see more of them looking at the different years but for this video that was it uh this was slab stocks investing 101 uh how to go and identify different nba brands and parallels to buy i hope you guys enjoyed and i will see you guys next time Hi, I'm Oliver Hudson. And I'm Joe Buck. And we are doing a new podcast together. It's called Daddy Issues. It's two guys with daddy issues talking about weekly topics and, and what's going on in their lives as dads, sons, brothers, as two, right. you know, adult males making their way through a coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Click on the link in the show description or subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.